gamble the fucking money. Fucking degenerate. feel to be retired first and foremost retired, retired from, from orange theory hold on before we get there hey what's up everybody <laughs> welcome to the dj live podcast uh it's your boy lukey bow yes this little episode 20 a little ode to episode one when jeremy liked to spell everything at inst- instagram is at shawbone s-h-a-w-b-o-n-e twitter S H A W B O N E eleven. Correct. Yeah. What's up? How Name you living? A famous player that wore the number eleven. My well, bes- oh, besides myself. Yes. Besides you. <laughs> a famous player that wore You're eleven. Ah oh, man, in any sport. Yeah. I mean, what jumps out to me is. Drew Bledsoe, which isn't that exciting, so that's kind of gay. Um, Not at all. Julian. He got Wally. Julian Pitt. Edelman. Um, Julian Edelman. I'll yeah, there you that. go. Bay Area native. Uh, I'm not, but still. What number was Peyton? He was 18. Okay. There's got to be better 11s out there, though. Like I'm tripping. Yeah, there are. It's there a are. famous quarterback number. What about you? What was yeah. your number growing up? I didn't have a number because I didn't play anything cool except for soccer. I mean, soccer's cool. But I always ran with the 23. Okay, well, MJ, even so in I soccer? I going to be the 23. Yeah. Okay. It's nice. Still, let's pick our numbers. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was an elite soccer player for the PAL system out here in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, we're going back to elite. My name was getting shuffled You're... around, you know, a few scouts out my games. <laughs> You're dropping the elite word again, huh? That's a big word. I mean, Joe Flacco-ish, <laughs> yeah. but in the soccer world. That's domain. good. That's good. Um, I mean, you do kind of – Real about. quick, you have like a – you have a great soccer body. Dude, I'm telling you, let me just tell you something right now. Knock on wood. Never broken a bone in my life. Okay. And my legs are like tree trunks. I'm talking like some sturdy motherfucking trees. <laughs> I mean, like think about like the deepest depth of the redwood forest. Wow. And think of like a hundred year old tree and how thick that trunk Thicky is. Thicky thick. Yeah, three C's. Th- those are my legs. All right, well. And I want to thank Soccer for that. Welcome to the DGen Life Podcast with Shawbone and Redwood Germ, the new name. Redwood, Redwood Germ. Germ. Um, yeah, wow, that's. I would love to see you play soccer. Um, no one's ever told me that I had a solid soccer body. <laughs> well, you got to think like Lionel Messi, Diego Maradona, Argentinian greats are both what, like five five. Yeah. I mean. And I'm floating right you're around. Short that. to the ground. It's low On center of gravity. It's good. That's right. I had a I had a powerful. Powerful, play. I believe it. Um. Played a little full. Played a little mid. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. They put me anywhere. Just call me the, you know, okay, utility tool. <laughs> utility tools, right? Um, yeah, yeah, folks. Episode twenty. It's just kind of crazy. Um, we 
Yeah, welcome in. Yeah, Lucas was mentioning earlier, your boy is done with the Orange Theory life. Yeah. Just put in my notice last Friday. I'll be at Orange Theory Alameda. Shout out OTF till March 6th. Moving on to Tough Mudder Boot Camp. If you'd like to catch us, we're over here on 3093 Broadway in Oakland. Okay. Opening up. So are you going to burn your... cheap as $120 a month right now. Oh, nice. High-intensity interval training classes. You know, I'm just going to sell the shit out of this. Yeah, well, you said the same thing about selling the shit out of the podcast, and you never post on Instagram. So I don't really know... We've been trying. <laughs> we've been, hey, you know what? What about we've been, you? We've been picking it up. We've been picking it up this past week or two. A little bit. We're picking up some steam. I have been adding people. I noticed that, so good job. Uh-huh. Have you seen that? Yeah, how much of that do you do? We need to finally get some, like, stickers printed. Stickers. Yeah, remember we were going to do D-Gen Life uh, stickers, like, with our logo? I think we need shirts first. I mean, shirts would be great. I would, I'm totally down for shirts. Stickers could work, though. It was kind of expensive. It caught me off. Actually, a sticker would be pretty cool of our logo. Yeah, we just start, like, like, slapping it on members' foreheads at Orange Theory when they walk inside the studio. Slapping them on members' <laughs> That's not out. what I was going to say. <laughs> I didn't want to go that far. I didn't want to go that far Excuse with me. it. Um, I did. I did. But, yeah, man, I put one on my laptop, put one on my neighbor's cars. Um <laughs> Without it was like 110 bucks for like 100 stickers. So, I mean, we could go have these on it. We could. We still owe Megan, actually, for her uh, art. I'm sorry, what did you say? We owe Megan still. I mean, I, I said thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, we got we to get her. I said, I said we, we should get her. We've been saying forever. We got to get her like a bottle of something she likes. No, she actually had named oh. price. I won't quote it on here. Oh, okay. I also... Yeah. I mean, if it's getting a little pricey over there and you guys are getting uh, in fights, I there's a girl in San Diego I know who offered to, to do some art as well. Oh, no, we can't. We can't okay. do that. She'd be devastated. No, no. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think we need much more. I kind of like what we got. Well, no, I, I don't want to change it. But I, anyways, let's get back on topic. Um, yeah, I don't want to change anything. It would just be fun to like like – he said, let's get back on top of it. I know, they went back going. to it. It'd be fun to, like, add shit every once in a while. But, like, no, we're not we're not changing anything. Yeah, people, we don't change, and that's for you. Yep, I'm stay, I've am i stayed the same age. It's wild. We don't change. That's right, and we make the same bets, and we keep losing <laughs> the same amount of money. Yeah. yeah, 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 as I'm checking the XFL score right now. Um, so, anyways, folks, today we got a little bit for you. Yeah. We're going to do some sports talk here. We're going to mention some bets we've been making. Lucas has been having some success in some college basketball, some XFL. Uh, Your boy, Mac Germs, hasn't really done a whole lot this week, betting-wise. Mm-hmm. And the ones that he did do, didn't do so hot. So we'll mention those. So you those. slowed it down a little bit? Just your betting? Yeah, definitely. Taking a back seat right now. It's the off-season. I need a little refreshment. I mean, yeah, this is the... The slow month in sports until March Madness hits. Well, March Madness and then baseball starts up in April, right? Yeah. yeah. Baseball and hockey are my favorite sports. Really? Today. I mean, yeah, you've been on a hockey yes. kick, but I didn't realize you were that big of a baseball guy. Well, really what it is is, is the odds, because the way that I play, I'm usually, I'd say, 70% of the time betting on the underdogs. And in baseball and hockey, you're betting money lines. So you're getting plus odds every time, right? Yeah. 
And with that, you only have to hit about 46% of your bets to be positive. Yeah. It's true. Giving you some numbers here. I'm giving you some math, Lucas. Is your head okay? No, you lost me. But I, I'm just I'm a supportive guy, so good job. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah, I was a big uh, – I did well on baseball the last month and a half last year. I think you you remember. Um, I was doing – Yeah, it helps, uh, it helps when you uh, have a good season, you know, ahead of you, and you kind of, like, look at what the trends are. Yeah, I uh, I was a big. It's hard to bet early in the season, is what I'm. I was a big over under guy last year. Um, the way they're juicing ah, the baseballs. Wow, I'm not a big totals guy in baseball. The way they're juicing the baseballs nowadays. Juicing them, cheaters. You now everyone just swings for the fences. Um, yeah, I did I did well. So, anyways. Um, By the way, excuse uh, excuse me for the sniffles, y- y'all. Allergies have come and uh, they're kicking my ass. Yeah, I can I can tell. It's all right. We'll get through this together. Anyways, uh, yeah, baseball, man. All I gotta say is, Carlos Correa is an idiot. Yeah, so let's talk about the uh, Houston Astros and their. Again. I know again, but it it's just it's been, just so funny. You've been keeping up with it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna add some sound in too, so I'm gonna find little bits and pieces where. Uh, oh, put his put his put his interview where he he says that Altuve didn't do shit, and you know we we you know. What the fuck did he say? He didn't ever use any cheating of any form. Well, he was pissed because Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers basically said that he shouldn't have won the MVP in 2017 over Judge and um, that they shouldn't have beat them in the World Series. But also, the Astros' owner was like, oh, it didn't affect the game. And then the guy was like, did you say your cheating didn't affect the game? And he's like, no, I didn't say it didn't affect the game. You know, our opinion is, uh, you know, that this didn't impact the game. Um, We had a good team. Um, we won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. Jim, when talking about the Yankees there, did you say you feel like this didn't impact the game? And what do you mean by that? I I didn't say it didn't impact the game. Basically, you know, as the commissioner said in his report, he's not going to go backwards. Um, It's hard to to determine how it impacted the game, if it impacted the game, and that's where we're going to leave it. (laughs) Like literally in a span of 10 seconds, just contradicted himself. It's just so ridiculous what's going on. Also, not not just that. So, did you know why Carlos Correa said that Altuve couldn't get his jersey ripped off after he hit that walk-off uh, against Aroldis Chapman? Oh, my God. Yeah, it just gets worse and worse. Go ahead. The second reason that he don't he don't want me to talk about this, but I'm going to say it, is because he got an unfinished tattoo on his collarbone right here that honestly looked terrible. It was a bad tattoo. And he didn't want nobody to see it. He didn't want to show it at all. Are you fucking what kidding a me? Terrible. Well, at first he said it's because his wife didn't like um, the fact that he was getting his shirt ripped off on national television, and then he added the part about the, oh, the bad tattoo that. also. Dude, like it just gets worse and worse. At this point, it is snowballing. Yeah. It, I mean, you gotta just fess up now, man. Like, just eat your fucking crow and go. Yeah, it's it's, so it's bad. pretty fucking bad. Um, what do you think? I mean, I know we well, did. We talk about this last week. I don't remember exactly how far we went into it, but what do you think should happen? We'll do it again. What do you think should happen? What's well? Okay, look, they've already done. They've already done their punishment. Manfred's already sent down his punishment. The commissioner's already done his thing, and you know they said as long as they fessed up and they were honest about it, which they fucking weren't, or maybe they were and they just haven't spilled all the details. Then you know 
they wouldn't have any punishment, so to say. Yeah. No title stripping, no suspensions, which is, dude, they're getting off so mm-hmm. easy. But Manford came out today or in the past couple of days and said that retaliation will not be okay. What do you think is going to happen? Manfred's though? just turning into a joke. Dude, he's, uh, yeah, he's, of course. He's they're, like, what's the over-under like, on uh, cleared benches this season? Like, how many brawls will they get oh. into? In Astros yeah. games? Well, how many different teams do they play? <laughs> yeah, seriously. And let's just say for each team that they play, they'll probably have one brawl each. I mean, especially in their di- division, you would assume, right? Like, the A's oh, are boy, heated. Oh, boy, the A's are going to go after yeah. them. The A's are going after these dudes. And they're one of the classier, like, Bob Melvin's not one of those guys. Yeah. He's, he's a classy, you know, uh, skip. So he's not he's not going to tell them to do that, but he's probably going to allow it to happen. Yeah. I agree. For I mean, sure. at the end of the day, these are grown men playing. So you can tell them one thing, but they're going to go out and do what they think is right. Um, usually, I'm, usually I'm not a big baseball traditionalist in terms of, like, hey, like, one guy gets hit, the other guy needs to get hit, you can't celebrate a home run, but, like, this is, they need, the Astros need to get the shit beat out of them. So, <laughs> I'm oh, on board absolutely. here. Absolutely. There's going to be plenty of fights. But you know what? I was listening to another podcast. Shout out, Haberman and Middlecoff. Love those guys. Uh, they were talking about how it's going to be a good story for the Astros. Obviously, they're going to have to take these hits on the chin with whatever retaliation they are going to get from these teams. But they're not just going to lay down, you know. They still have amazing talent. Their farm system was great. They still got players coming up. These guys can still hit, even if they're not cheating. I think so. Um, And I think eventually they're going to be fed up with taking a bunch of shit. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do when that time comes, whenever that is. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's going to be a very interesting baseball season, even though I'll still get bored by it. It's just too fucking long. Um what do you think should have happened for punishment? So I'm going to give you the, the long story on what I think should happen. I worked an overnight – I worked back-to-back overnight shifts this weekend at the radio station. Um, night – Such a hard yeah, worker. Yeah, yeah, such a hard worker. Night one – so I basically broadcast a national show over the air because, like, CBS and ESPN still have their national shows. We do not. Obviously not a national, um, you know, radio station but uh anyways the guy was taking calls and i sat there for three hours and listened to him talk about this topic and i was like finally (laughs) the show i was broadcasting over kmbr i was like i'm gonna fucking call in (laughs) so i call into the guy and give my two cents um i just don't think and realistically like i know this isn't going to happen and they already you know put down their fines but these franchises make too much money the players make too much money so like hitting them at their like, like finding them money, that's not going to really make that much of a dent in their pockets. Like these guys are clearly Absolutely. after a legacy. I think the only way to really affect the Astros is to make it so they can't go into the playoffs, like a ban from the playoffs for at least one season. So basically, waste a year of all of these players' lives and careers. Um, 
and don't let them make the playoffs. The dude went on to rip me. <laughs> like, he was kind of in a rush, so I, I basically, like, didn't get to stay on with him. I had to hang up, and then he was like, oh, he, he didn't you? rip me, but he just ripped the idea. He's like, that's never going to happen. He was like, the MLB, this is like, everyone's going to want to watch every Astros game, so if there's no reason for the Astros to play, like, no one's going to go to the games, which is going to affect, like, salad, like, money. Basically, money, money, money. The Astros, like, could go far in the, like, to the World Series. The best part was I'm working the second overnight shift last night, which I was fucking struggling. But I'm sitting there, same guy, same show, same topic, and another caller called in and said the same exact thing I said. But he had a little more he had wow. a little more time, so he went more in detail about like why it should happen. And um, right, it was interesting. The guy was kind of like, you know, I see why people are saying this. Um, but, like, MLB wouldn't go for it. It's going to cost them too much money. But, like, fuck the MLB and money. Dude, that's – dude, that is a solid idea only because they do that in college football or college sports. And that's what time. I brought up. I brought up the USC ban uh, in the early 2010s. And Baylor and Penn State. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But it was a punishment that was used. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, well, it's going to, that's what he, he's the guy on the air was like, oh, it's going to affect too many other teams, and it's like probably going to be some free wins for other teams. I'm like, well, then so fucking what? Like, what? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, well, I mean, also you have to think about, too, is like how many careers the Astros ruined oh, yeah. because of blowing up, like, relief pitchers or, you know, starting yep. pitchers. Yeah, so they. One guy filed a lawsuit really? against the MLB. Uh, a relief was pitcher. it that guy who gave up tons of runs in relief and then he got like kicked off the team? <laughs> he lost his job. Yeah, like he gave up like ten runs in an inning or something like that. Maybe not that many, but he gave up hella runs in one inning and then he got cut. Yeah, or sent back down to like AAA or something like that. Yeah, I mean that's affecting his life. So, like in the big leagues, exactly. in the big leagues, not just his life, but his family. Well, life. yeah, big leagues minimum salary. You're making like five hundred grand, but it, down in like the minors, he's you're making, not making like shit, especially in the farm system. Exactly, either. like that's huge. I mean, compared to everybody else. Yeah. So. Terrible. Well, I already know that the A's are going to win the AS. <laughs> uh, excuse me, the uh, A. I was going to call it the AS West. <laughs> that's okay. But the AL West. Excuse yep. me. I have complete confidence in that. If you guys want to make a futures bet right now, it's probably a good idea to place it. Oakland Athletics are taking the AOS. Let's see. Do you know the, the odds on that? How about I look them up while you uh, give us some? Yeah, you look them up. Uh, I'll talk a little baseball, even though I am uh, going to give myself the the right to be have the A's as my second team, so I'm rooting for Germ and that. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, went to, I went to an A's playoff game. I haven't been to a Padres playoff game in over 20 years, so <laughs> there's that. Um, I'm excited for the pods, you know, my team. Tatis is back. There was They were talking about Tatis. He's so nasty. Oh, bro, I had him last year on my fantasy Best young team. prospect in baseball. He was the last pick in our draft wow. by me. Wow. Yeah. yeah. His rookie season. And I had to wait for him to get called yeah. up. His rookie season numbers, they the put it up next to, like, uh, A-Rod, Jeter, a bunch of other, obviously, famous shortstops in their rookie numbers, and he, like, didn't blow him out of the water, but he had better numbers than all those guys. Right. Well, and he was playing a little over his head, and after I had traded him towards the end of the season, he kind of went a little on a cold streak. He, well, he, and then he got hurt. Uh, which is so. 
Then and yeah, exactly. And that's well, actually, he got hurt before I traded him that hamstring injury when he uh, I think he was trying to catch a ball that was coming towards him. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's still a stud. He's still amazing. So I got the odds okay. here. You can get the Astros to win the AL West at a minus two seventy five. That's the ultimate no no bet of your life. Not even a chance. <laughs> You can get the A's plus 400 right now. And they are the next best odds to win the uh, AL West. Go ahead and uh, round out the rest of it. What are the rest of the odds on the AL West? Yeah, no problem. You got the uh, Los Angeles Angels. They're at a plus 550, so that's the next uh, most profitable. Okay. You've got the Texas Rangers at a plus 1150. And you've got the lowly Seattle Mariners plus 8,500. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's... They're not going to do shit this year. Yeah, I, I just I'm so interested in the Angels. Like they just they continue to pour money out there. They tried to offer Garrett Cole a buttload of money. He didn't go. Right. Well, honestly, they're not going. to – I mean, they always kind of have like a middle of the pack approach yeah. in terms of like their, their talent. I mean, you got the best player in as baseball. Long as you got Mike Trout, you're obviously going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they got. Who was it? Ross Stripling from the Dodgers, who's actually a pretty good pitcher. Okay. And they got somebody else. Is, is Otani still pitching or no? average again like they were last year. Is Otani still they pitching? Got... Shohei Otani, is he still pitching? Yeah. Oh, actually, Shohei was not pitching last season because he was recovering from that Tommy John. But he fucking was hitting like a motherfucker. That guy is legit. And uh, I think what they said is they're going to try and reintroduce him into a pitching role this year, but more of like a relief pitching role. But they're going to try and balance out the days of when he pitches. Now, if he were to start, then he'd probably get like a day off uh, afterwards from hitting and pitching, obviously, uh, which might affect you in fantasy. But obviously, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, Otani is a beast, man. Yeah, he is. Um, Cool. Well, yeah, you know, I'm always excited for baseball season. And then about a month in, I'm like, well. over <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah i get it it's a good time going to the been watching some hoop i'm getting a little more into the nba i've um i guess if we want to talk more about our bets and stuff uh college basketball obviously has been fun um this is when nba is going to start heating up i guess we can talk about the dunk contest last night aaron gordon got robbed or what yeah yeah oh a hundred percent even though i it's not i think fun. um what, DJJ, what's his name, Derek Johnson Jr.? No. Derek, Derek Jones, Jones Derek Jr. Jones had Jr. the dunk of the night. Um, but. Which was the which one? The one off the side of the backboard? I think it was the when he jumped over the guy who threw it against the backboard, and then he caught it and still went under yeah. his leg for the dunk. That was fucking crazy. Yeah. He's got, he's got bunnies. He bro. does, he but, hop. like, Aaron Gordon's jump over Taco Fall for the dunk was better than the windmill from a foot inside the free throw line, which just sounds insane to say. That wasn't even No, the best it definitely one. wasn't. It definitely was The best wasn't. one. Go ahead. The best one was Aaron Gordon's off the side of the backboard and, like, the 360 catching it with one hand into yeah, the Yeah, that hoop. was nice. That was the best. That was the best dunk yeah. of the night. But the dunk contest is such a – it's, like it's like a popularity contest now. Oh, really. for sure, yeah. And it's all about, like, the charades. Like, what was – I also, by the way, I wish I would have looked if there was a prop bet on if Dwight Howard was going to wear that fucking cape <laughs> again because I fucking called it. Yeah, that would have been, like, a deep dive in Vegas prop bet. 
Oh, for sure. So I was at uh, Artichoke Pizza yesterday. Uh, the dunk contest had just started. We're eating pizza with some friends. I see Dwight Howard uh, making his first round dunk. And I'm like, hey, who wants to bet that he's going to bust out the cape in the next round <laughs> on his next dunk? And everybody's like, wait, what? No. And then, sure enough, there he, he comes. comes. I mean, I, I like the ode to Kobe. But, like, I fucking called it, dude. He's so predictable. And his fucking dunks are trash. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just fun to, like, throw him back in the dunk contest after all these years. But, yeah, I mean, he didn't really. I, I see why. Yeah, he wasn't going to do any real damage. And who the fuck is Pat Connaughton? He's with the Bucks. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Still doesn't answer my question. He, I'm trying to think where he went to college. That's what I'm blanking on. But he does have some nice hops. Um, he looks like a Duke Blue Devils kind of guy. I don't think he went there, though. I know. I'm pretty sure he didn't. But it, he looks like that kind of guy. Like, he looks like he would play for, yeah. you know, for Coach well, K or like, just, a, like a Kyle Stigler. You assume Stigler. any clean-cut white dude went to, <laughs> went to Duke. But I want to say Louisville. Yeah, but. no, pretty much. Or, like, did, did the Plumleys go to Duke, too? Yeah. Yeah, all three of them. Yeah. See? Yeah. See what I mean? Um, Notre Dame. Ah, yeah. there we go. Fighting Irish. Um, did you watch the three-point contest? I didn't. I mean, I saw the highlights, but no, I didn't catch it. Yeah, I didn't catch it either, but I mean, really, like, the names were not exciting. No, I mean, they didn't have any big name like they had with Curry and Clay there when they had that little run, but... But he healed. I mean, you got Trey yeah, Young in not there. Not a very exciting all-star break. Yeah. Are you going to bet on it tonight? Nope. I'm chilling. I'm not doing anything. I have just placed a wager today. Uh, so we can talk about that next since I feel like that's what we're moving on to. I guess the – so real quick, the the average at the all-star game over the past five years has been 339.8 points, and the over-under tonight is only it's set at now. 308. Okay. So you're you're thinking over? Yeah, I might do a little sugar cookie on the on the over, but I mean I'm not gonna even watch the game, but um, just to spice up my Sunday evening, I guess. <laughs> it's it's opened up at a 301 and a half, and it's jumped up to 307, so everybody's on that over. Yeah. Spread started at a minus five for Team LeBron. It's gone up to a minus six and a half. Everybody's on LeBron's team. I mean, yeah, he he has all the scores, and you got. Giannis, Giannis with all the, the defensive type of guys, but I wouldn't be mad at a teaser. Just tease it down. Team Team Giannis and the over. Yeah. Doesn't get you I'm that much. So. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm no. currently making a bet. Okay, here Sugar we go. Cookie. Live in action. You know what? I'm going full unit. Oh. Fuck, here we go. It's not a sugar full cookie, unit, it's a full baby. unit, baby. Sugar cookie, I usually go half unit size. This like one, I'm going full unit. I like the Thanks. confidence. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if we wanted, should we talk a little bit of... Uh, I, love that you're making a, I love that you're making a bet on That should, on that should be done every right show, now. to be honest. Yeah, we should, should have to each make a bet wow. while we're recording. Um, okay. You've been talking, uh, or you've been, uh, you've been working some uh, XFL. What's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little more about that. Um, XFL. Anytime you got a new league like this, people, 
the defense is going to dominate. I think I may have said that in last episode, uh, but if you're going into this is game eight so far of the young season, um, six of the seven games have gone under. Uh, this one currently being played right now at halftime is uh, trending to go over. Uh, I obviously still went under on it, but, I mean, six out of eight under, you know, if you bet your same unit size for each game, you're going to win some money doing that. It's just the quarterbacks, yeah, the quarterbacks aren't there yet, and the defenses usually dominate um, when offenses aren't mesh- meshing. So, so bet the unders. I uh, Did you hear the Matt McGloin interview? Yeah, that was great. He's like everything. Our offense sucks. Yeah, changed the whole offensive game plan. Yeah, what do you think? Are you into any of the uh, any of the rules intriguing to you, or any of the new aspects? I haven't watched a single second of XFL. Today was my first day really sitting down, just because I'm tired of shit. But so, what's like outstanding as a as a rule that like was totally different than the NFL? I don't know about outstanding. The way they're covering the game is a lot different. I mean, they literally are like doing interviews right then and there. Um, with players like right after they walk off the field, they're like the the coaches are mic'd up, so you're listening to them making calls a lot. It's kind of cool. Wow. Um, I mean, the best part from the gambling aspect is they are literally like the line and over under is shown on the screen, like the graphic at all times. Does it show the line? They do. They show the they have the original up the whole time, but then like at breaks and stuff, they'll cut to what it has jumped to. What, I know, it's what amazing. And the broadcasters are sitting there talking about God. it. That's amazing. We could do that. Like, what do you, what do you mean? We got Matt McGloin uh, sitting in <laughs> shotgun here. We got a trip wide set. I'd be down. Would you, know, you be down to go sit at the, at the radio station one day and, like, broadcast a game? Oh, fuck. That would be kind of cool. That would be fun. Um... The only cool, like, the only rule I really like that that's different is the, because in the NFL they've essentially taken out special teams. Like, the kickoff doesn't even exist, really. Correct. So they've changed the rule where they put the kickoff team and the kick return team just five yards apart from each other. But none of, none of them are allowed to move until the kick returner catches the ball. But the... The ki- the oh, kicker has the to basically pooch it, so the kick returner has the chance to return it. Yeah, Why? so he catches it basically, yeah, That's pretty much on the five yard line every time, and then, yeah, so it's so it's cool. I don't okay. know, I like that. You've been making some money or what? Uh, you cut out. What'd you say? You've been making some money or what? I mean, yeah, I've been taking all unders. The thing that screwed me earlier was I bet the second half uh, line, and I was covering the whole time, but then the the uh, Dallas Renegades broke a touchdown run. If the L.A. had made one tackle, they would have. God damn, those Renegades. renegades. Um, but I'm looking good. I, go ahead and talk about your bets. I, I'm going to talk college basketball bets in a minute. Okay. Well, I had lost some earlier in the week, so I wasn't really playing too much. My buddy, shout out Nicholas Vini, old mm-hmm. roommate, took his uh, wifey out to Vegas over the weekend to go see Gwen Stefani. Amazing show is what they okay. tell me. And, and uh, yesterday he's like, hey, you got any bets that I could place? And I'm like, yeah, just tell me when you're going to go to the book. 
he uh, he says, oh, okay, I'll let you know. And then he doesn't really end up going until maybe like five or so. And I'm like, okay, there's not many games left. He's like, all right, what do you got? I'm like, well, how much money do you have? He tells me only he's got about 250 on cash on hand. He wants to gamble a little bit. So I said, all right, uh, take Pepperdine plus the points against Gonzaga. They were at a plus 16 to start. They went to a plus 15 with some reverse line movement. As the day progressed, I said, yeah, get that Pepperdine and maybe the under with the parlay, but mainly Pepperdine. And then he tells me after they covered that he didn't have time to make the bet. <laughs> Bastard. So there's that. In reality, do you think he was scared okay. and didn't trust you rather than not having time? Maybe because it's Pepperdine versus Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get it. So so I get it, but it, it hit. They covered, I think it was a 13-point. So yeah. they covered. But then today, he's like, you got any more? I'll play some bets for you today if you want. I was like, all right, sure. So I'm looking, and uh, there's not obviously any basketball. Didn't want to touch any of that. And he's leaving tonight at 8 o'clock, his flight. He's probably going to get to the airport around 6.30 or so. So uh, didn't really have much to choose from. So I went with the New York Rangers at like a plus 125. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were down 2-0 going into the third period. They scored a goal. And they just couldn't recover and uh, ended up losing that one. So that was my only bet of the day. Uh, I was going to bet on the New Jersey mm-hmm. Devils. And they're up 3-2 to two going into the third period right now. So there's that. And I was going to bet on the Buffalo Sabres. They're tied going to the end of the first. So that could have been a hit. But the number one that I really wanted and I should have taken, and you're going to hate me for not doing this. San Diego State. I should have trusted my gut on San Diego State minus five and a half. Yeah, you should have. They rolled. Your boys are looking sharp. Dude, they, I think they're tied for um, average margin of win. I mean, I think they've been beating people in the conference by an average of like 17 points a game. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Uh, Absolutely Yeah, fourth, fourth team in the country. The tough thing is, is Gonzaga is number two. And if we remain undefeated, but if they went out, which they probably will, their only their only tough game is not this weekend, but the weekend after. Or no, I think it is this weekend coming up. Um, they're playing at BYU, and BYU's a decent team. Gonzaga okay. really hasn't been blowing people out, so they've got a shot. Um, but it, the reason I'm saying that is, if SDSU remains, if everything remains the same, then SDSU will probably be the one seed in the East when it comes tournament time. Yeah. And I think I would rather have them be the number two seed in the West. Because San Diego's But you can't be picky at this San Diego State fans travel well, but you can't expect us to go all the way across the country for like, you know for the first like three games. Yeah, and but I mean, like I said, you can't be picky. I mean, it's not my decision. Like it's up to the <laughs> it's up to the committee regardless. So no. I'm happy they're having a great season. This is great. But I think I would rather I like our matchup against Gonzaga. Like I said, Gonzaga hasn't really been blowing people out. Um, so if it was Gonzaga 1, San Diego State 2 in the West, that would be ideal, in my opinion. Yep, I'm with you. I like them. Aztecs, baby. Yeah, man, they're, they're deep. They're, just, they're not selfish. They have a bunch of good shooters. Um, I think that 2011 squad, like forever I thought they were better. With Kawhi Leonard, we had a lot of good players. I could drop some names, but no one would recognize them. But um, this team just shoots 
Chop, chop one more. Chop you got one. Malcolm chop Thomas, one. the four San Diego native. He was uh, on the bench with the Spurs and in and out of the G League yeah. for a while. Don't yeah, um, I think he's in China playing right now. He was a beast. Um, you had Billy White, who was kind of a four-five. Brian Car- Carwell, yeah, um, was a, our sixth man, number five. Oh wow, you really? Yeah, DJ really Gay was now. the point guard. He does some uh, radio work down in San Diego now. Um, and then obviously nice. our boy Kawhi. So. Uh, yes, absolutely. I feel like I'm missing someone important from that team, but fuck it. Um, yeah. Anyways, this team shoots. Way better. We got a legitimate three-point shooting team, which is not really that common in college basketball. Um, yeah. And you got a defense that sets the tone. Yeah, they've always had a great defense. So, you're right. Um, it's a fun season. It's a fun season. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But. Uh, so what about you? Tier some bets. Besides the XFL unders, I have actually been crushing it the last two weeks on three-team teaser college basketball. So I think this late in the season, I think you've got a pretty good read on, you know, who teams really are. And um, the things I look at most when I'm going into it is I think home court advantage in college uh, is, is big time. Um, so I've even crossed to zero a couple of times. I know, which isn't oh boy. great. Um but te- like in college college sports, teams are going to be better than other teams. Like it's not like the NFL where like any given day a certain team can beat another one. Um, I would say I've more so been picking favorites and bringing that like line closer to zero. But uh, I have been taking. I did get pretty lucky yesterday. I'm not going to lie. I had a uh, Oklahoma plus 18 against Kansas, and they made a layup at the end of the game to make it 17. So, to win that three-team teaser. So, that was sweet. But, um, real quick, yeah, real quick. There's been some bad beats around. I was just going to say, folks, um, obviously we're doing things a little differently. Like we talked about, we would. But uh, give us that give us right. that follow on Instagram because Jeremy and I have been doing better at posting our bets to the story. So, uh, dgenlife underscore. If you don't follow us already. Um, that's where our picks are. We'll try and yeah, give us a follow. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll repost your bets as well. Yeah, if you want to have your your bets posted, shoot us a little DM and we can uh, get them on the story. So absolutely, definitely. So we're gonna be coming at you with some stuff later on in the week. Obviously, Instagram Live, if we can get on. Maybe if it's just one of us. Yeah, you know, we're gonna um, wouldn't mind it. So when it. Whenever you feel like it, Luke, just hop on that IG Live, and if I can't join you, just mention some bets maybe that you got for the day or something. Okay, that's a good idea. You're right. need to be better. We need to be better at this, folks. Uh, if you want a sticker, Jeremy and I will potentially be getting some stickers, so uh, hit us up. Yes, and do you want to just give us a sneak peek of what we got coming up in the next couple weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, just, just mention a little tiny bit. Don't say anything crazy. You don't want me to drop full name, or what do you think? Oh, no, no name. name, no name. Okay, um, my buddy who plays in the NFL, and not just is on a team, he plays well in the NFL. So, um, there you go. We're gonna try and interview him. Might be hopping on. Ideally, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna interview him soon. So hopefully we'll have him for next week's episode. If not, then the week after. There we go, people. Yeah. Um, cool, man. That's really all I I got off the dome. That's great. Well, you enjoy your uh, all-star game. 
Let's go team Giannis. Yeah, let's, let's go team over. Yeah, yeah, let's go team over. Let's go San Diego State Aztecs. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. Um, we don't have much to root for in San Diego, so just if you could put that good juju out in the air, people, we'd appreciate it. Anyways, it's your boy Mac Germ. It's your boy Lukey Bo. We're out of here. DGen Life. We'll All right, folks. Have a good one. It's the time of the season When love runs high In the time Give it to me easy And let me try